2: Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline oh, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we are going to dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County. Kate Nice podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each wednesday and in that podcast we break down a show from the tlc network past or present there's a lot to cover but in this episode we dive purely into orange county hello kate hello listeners um first and foremost i would like to uh issue a formal (laughs) a formal apology now this is how it works kate and i had a very you know, busy as we all do, busy, overscheduled, interesting week last week. And then I'd said, if you'd listened to our previous episodes, I had was dealing with my friend that was dealing with a passing. Um so I was, you know, helping my friend through that. And obviously that was traumatic and I um was a little bit tired, a little bit stressed. And we ended up pushing our podcast recording to Tuesday. We usually record on a Monday, we record on a Tuesday. So we did two episodes, right? We did our Wheel of Shame and we did our 90 Day Fiancé. Now, the thing is, due to my massive depression about what had happened over the weekend, the vodka started, Kate. And the problem is the vodka started very early. So um, I, we recorded one show, all right? And we got that, I think it was 90 Day we did first. I edited it, put it out. And then we got onto our... Um, Wheel of Shame episode, which was Long Lost Family. And guys, <laughs> my apology is going to both episodes, but especially to the second one, because I shit you not. I woke up on Wednesday. I had no memory of even recording. <laughs> so I would I would advise you all to go back and listen to the Wheel of Shame episode on Wednesday of Long Lost Family and really try and figure out where I am going on with anything. Because- I mean, Polly, Polly,
3: I mean, I'm two hours past you, remember. So by the time we got to the Wheel of Shame episode, it was like 1130 or like midnight. It we was were chatting
2: like, our asses off. We could yeah, not
3: stop talking. I was three glasses of wine in. We're talking about this, these really intense adoption stories, which I pray, I haven't listened to the full episode or anything, but like- I, I- I I know I pray that we did justice to it I'm so sorry if I sounded like uneducated about adoption or whatever because I'm I'm not the most knowledgeable about the topic and also it was midnight we'd been talking for hours and I was three glasses of wine in so I think we can agree it's not our like best episode to date still
2: amazing amazing. still Still amazing Maybe it is I mean I will, I will let you know that these people right that have these you know how you see the video or YouTube you know videos of these podcasters that have this setup they have this great neon sorry, I'm trying to charge this right, charge my uh laptop right now, but you see these uh podcasters that have this great like neon background with the you know neon uh kind of scripture. Of their podcast and all of that. And they have all these sponsors and they have all this great stuff going. And it's also sophisticated. It's all so beautiful. Polished. Well, Kate and I, Polish, Kate and I are sat <laughs> drinking our beverages in our homes trying to, we can't have our AC on because it's, because it'll be too, well, for me, it'll be too loud because I don't have central air. I mean, we are struggling at this point. So, I mean, you know, you get get what you give. So guys, I do appreciate you standing by us with all of this, but if you want to listen to me, Kate, I will admit. So I edited these shows. So guys, what happens is we record and then Kate sends me over all the raw footage, right? So I, I edit it and then I put it up. So I put the first one up, which was our 90 days that should have gone out on Tuesday, but ended up going out on Wednesday. Put that up. Then I had to go and do something. And I came back and I edited our um, Wheel of Shame, which goes out on a Wednesday for Long Lost Family. And I edited it, but there was still a lot of vodka running through my veins. So I was just doing it. And I was like, I think this sounds okay. This is this cut here. Honestly, there were parts, okay, this raw footage, there are parts where we were just completely silent. And I don't know whether it was because I went off to the fridge and I came back. I don't know what happened. But it was literally parts where we were just completely silent. So I had to edit all this shit out. Finally got it up and I put it up. And then I was driving around and I was listening to it. And, you know, my spiel all this. I love my spiel, right? So my spiel is always the same at the front. It's like, hello and welcome. Do you tend to love it? completely wrong by the way I, hear that. I did hear i did hear that today i listened to the beginning <laughs> pauline pauline goes
3: hello and welcome i'm pauline with my darling
2: <laughs> <laughs> well what are we listening to pauline <laughs> i just i'm so sorry i mean i would okay you know what the professional but um, it's okay yeah, but, Kate, can you imagine what's going to happen at live shows? Oh, <laughs> when we go on tour, Kate and I will guarantee by the way, an amazing show. We will guarantee a performance. Kate and I will be coming out because of our acting background. We'll huh. be coming out in. There will be costumes. There will be wigs. There will be scripts. There will be singing. There will be pin. There'll be point like um PowerPoint of Shannon Bedore there will be so much going on but we will also be highly intoxicated the entire show (laughs) just yeah yeah. and that's a skill and I'm proud of that skill speaking of
3: beverages let's do beverage corner what do you have
2: so here's here's another (laughs) thing I thought listen Polly you really messed up on Tuesday right because you recorded highly intoxicated (laughs) So let's just put the vodka away right for when you record so just get some sparkling water which is really nice. Um I did get some sparkling water and I had a lot of vodka to it. So right now I am repeating my past mistakes as is I think <laughs> on my resume um I <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> you know what that would be a great biography title repeating like pass mistakes proudly. Something like that would be good for my biography. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so I just have a little, um, I have a TJ's, Trader Joe's, because I'm so classy, raspberry lime sparkling water. Ooh, and I have Tito's vodka. Kate, what are you doing?
3: I love that. Tito's originated in Austin. Shout oh. out to Tito's. Um. So when I, in, my intention was to sit down and record with, a martini but then yes. Polly and i sat and chatted for about two hours <laughs> i think we literally
2: had a catch-up for two hours We miss like
3: each we... other guys we have so much to talk about and it's honestly stuff that we would have to charge a premium on patreon for because Ooh. there was some imagine raunchy talk there was you know it was premium level
2: <laughs> because like we said and i do remember when i listened to our highly edited last podcast is that you know, Kate and I don't really get the chance to do. It. It's so weird because, like, when Kate moved to Austin, like we'd call each other and have full-on conversations about our lives and what we're doing with the podcast, what we're going to do, and then it becomes a machine. It really yeah, does business. It becomes like we know we because really we're really strong businesswomen, just like Bethany Frankel. Yes. Um, so we start recording, and we're like, hey we have. This amount of time, so we can't really discuss anything. And we're like, that's bullshit because we're not talking about ourselves or our friendship anymore. So, you know, guys, I hope you're happy. We are putting our friendship first and we're having a lot of good catch up. So, we just had a massive catch up.
3: And I love it because then we come into the episode. We're loosey goosey. We're ghosts. a couple drinks in.
2: Loose <laughs> goose.
3: So okay, oh. that's all to say. I started my evening with yes. a dirty martini. I'm so
2: durender of you. I love that. I know.
3: I'm I'm becoming more of a bartendress. Bartendress. Oh. I have I've gotten a couple of the tools, you know, and I have the shaker. Love.
2: And
3: my boyfriend and I last weekend bought like some really good gin and, um, whatever that other ingredient is that you, yes, vermouth and some really good olives, stuffed with garlic. And there was some, there was a little, there was some left. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a nice martini. So I drank that while Polly and I were doing our catch up. And then I was like too lazy to make another martini. So now I'm drinking sparkling white wine
2: guys we're just we're, we're on it we're on it so buckle up for this episode <laughs> we're, okay. loves, like, we're talking about being like drunken at night and a lot of people as I will listen to this podcast is tomorrow when we're at work when we're doing our regular things so thank you so much for listening but that's where Kate and I are at right now so yes. Kate I am going to drill through a couple of things because I need your I need your opinion guys if you're listening to this um I know you are a Bravo fan because you're listening to us cover Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, or, or you may not be someone like our darling listener, Lauren, who we have these amazing listeners that do actually DM us and say, I'm not a fan of Bravo or I don't watch Real Housewives, but I, I love TLC. So I listen to your other episodes. So if you're one of those people, thank you so, so much. I hope you find us a little bit entertaining talking about these random women. Um, but some Bravo news, Kate. <clears throat> okay. Really fresh, fresh off the press. So Heather McDonald, that hosts um, Juicy Scoop, her podcast, which is hugely successful, had one Miss Five Good Summers left, Carol Radseville, on her podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. So what was disclosed, Kate, was they started speaking about – by the way, I just want – Oh, I'm not going to go into my massive Carol Radsville rant because you know, I'm a loose supporter, so obviously going to be against Carol Radzville. But there's a lot of things about Carol Radzville that I don't get. Carol Radziville left and said, I am never doing that. I hate Housewives. Why do I hate Bethany? Remember the fallout, the fallout with Bethany, epic. Oh. But it's it's so below me. I'm never discussing it. All this woman has done is talk about housewives. And she, every press piece you could Google for Carol Radzibill since she left the housewives is talking about the housewives. So she just annoys the shit out of me about that. Like, just be honest. It was a cultural phenomenon you were a part of. It did not end well for you. You thought you had friendships. They didn't pan out. And that's what it is. Anyway, she's on Heather McDonald's podcast talking about the real housewives. And Heather starts going on about her season with Bethany, which we all loved. Many seasons. And when it was really coming to the end. Then talking about Lou, Countess, put put respect on the name, Countess Luanne de and Tom. Now, guys, just when we think you could ever get to a year, whether it's 2023 or 2026, that we're not going to talk about Tom. We're going to talk about Tom.
3: It's always about Tom. Woo!
2: Um. And by the way, as I'm saying that, I have one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever been given. And it's a coaster. And Miss Kate Chinland text my partner at the time to get our address. And this box turned up at my house. And this was a couple of years ago. And I was like, what? Is-? And, and my ex was like, oh, I think this is for you. And I opened up this box. And it was a coaster, glitter deliciousness, that said, it's about Tom. And I put this on my, my coffee table as the the pride and joy. And this was about Tom. So anyway, they're talking about somehow they got around to Lou or they got so Kate, thank you so much. Dream Angel Perfkin. Um, they got to talk about Lou. And Carol, Kate, I feel like you haven't heard this. So I'm going to re- reveal I this. don't know. I don't know anything about this. Oh, you don't know I'm going to reveal this to you. I'm so excited. Okay. So Carol, this was, she was on it the other day. It was released. And she said, you know, that whole thing with Tom and the photo, obviously. Because what happened is they were in Miami. Lou was engaged to Tom. They had the party on the boat, which was outstanding. Housewives action um and they had gone to a hotel to meet bethany and bethany was in her shakedown and drinking skinny girl vodka from the bottle and saying i've been sent a photo and it is tom making out with somebody else and he like the other day at the regency and obviously we know then lou comes in she has to show it to her and she's like don't make it about tom it's about tom so the main thing is that Bethany kept saying, I will never tell you how I got this photo because Ramona came in first and Carol came in first. And she goes, I'm not going to tell you how I got this photo, but it was a very clear photo of Tom kissing this woman in the middle of a bar. He had just got engaged to Luann.
3: And at this time, everyone wasn't everyone kind of like, okay, a producer sent it to her, probably.
2: I even thought it was Andy. A lot of people thought it was Andy Cohen sent it to Bethany because she's like, I'm never going to tell you how I got this. Right. Okay. A lot of people were like, I think Andy Cohen actually sent this to you. So Carol Radzival reveals, years later, we are going like five, six, seven years later, Carol Radzival said, I was in a restaurant the other day and I see Michael Cohen walk in. Now, for anyone that's not familiar, Michael Cohen is Trump's lawyer very familiar. You'll see his photo you'll recognize him and my, and she said, you know because Carol's so political. Um, she said, I didn't want to talk to him, I didn't want I didn't want to talk to him, but he came over to the person I was at dinner with and she said he was actually very engaging, very funny, very witty and she said he turned around to me and goes, "I know you, Carol, because you're on that show with Luann, and you're on that show with Bethany." And you were on that show with Tinsley, like he knew all the names. And she said, I started laughing because I was like, you know, all these housewife names. (laughs) How do you know all these housewife names? This is ridiculous. Michael Cohen, he's involved in this indictment with Trump and Trump's lawyer. And he goes, well, because I was the one that took the photo of Tom. And she said, sorry, what? And he goes, I was the one that was at the Regency that took the photo of Tom kissing the woman because I was best friends with Dennis, RIP, very sadly is now passed on, that was in a relationship with Bethany and it was completely set up. Uh, 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 We have Trump's lawyer that was best friends with Dennis, who is now passed on who was engaged to Bethany who apparently set it all up. This is blown up, Kate, in the past. This is like fresh news. This was the past 24 hours, 12 hours. Wait, what do you mean
3: set it all up? What do you mean? Right. So
2: then she goes into Carol claims it was all set up and Heather McDonald is like, sorry, what? And she goes, well, I'll tell you. She said "Um, Bethany knew because Carol despises the fact that her she was destroyed by Bethany she despises it and she'll do anything to get Bethany and she said i will tell you that Bethany knew michael cohen she obviously was with um with dennis and they knew that tom was playing around and said go and get photos of him bethany comes on we're all waiting for bethany's response to this because she is after carol right she's after her she says she hasn't spoken about this as of today this literally broke today but previously she had been questioned this is months later and page six will go back they'll quote bethany talking about this years earlier because she had been suspected of setting this up when it first broke we're talking like two thousand twenty. Uh, 2019 probably um she was accused of setting this up and bethany went to page six and she goes who do you think i am like a mastermind that i can get players and tom to just like be at the right place and none of that happened since this is broken in the last 24 hours bethany has not responded what bethany has done is she's gone on her instagram and she said how she's doing Massive relief work for Hawaii, which we all know is in a horrendous state right now. And she's doing fantastic work for that. And she's also still on about unionizing. She's very busy. Bethany is very busy. And she's unionizing all the reality stars. She's not mentioned Carol yet, but I can guarantee you, Kate, in the next 24 hours, we are going to get a response about Michael Cohen, about Carol Radzivill, and it's going to be glorious.
3: Oh, Bethany's absolutely going to go
2: on Instagram Live or something, and she—I mean, Carol dragged Dennis's name into this. You know, Bethany is not going to sit with that.
3: My God, I had to—I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about this.
2: So glad I could bring this important information to you. So glad. Holy shit! That's that was all revealed. So on Heather McDonalds. You can see Heather McDonald because she is. like, I don't. Particularly, I'm not a massive fan of Heather McDonald. I don't know what your opinion is. I'm not a massive fan of her, um, but she does know her housewives. And Carol Radswood yeah. sat there going, "Well, you know that it was Trump's lawyer that took the photo of Tom," and she's literally going, "What?" Like all of us housewives fans would do, would go.
3: This country is so insane. Like the fact that a former president's lawyer
2: yes, is, is now
3: being discussed on a reality TV gossip podcast.
2: Outstanding. It's outstanding behavior. It's it so wild. Outstanding.
3: Oh my god. Okay. What but okay? I have wow. more for you, Kate. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm so
2: much embargoed. I just don't know what you know because Kate and I were catching up beforehand, but we didn't go into Bravo because hashtag save for the potty Next thing is a Shannon and Gina war on Instagram that I am living for. Do you know about this, Kate?
3: Okay, so I did see, and obviously we'll discuss the yes. episode, but I did see that Shannon shared photos of her, you know, imitation, her dressing up as Gina back when Gina was in a bad place. Hair was not on point. Outfits were less on point than now. And then Gina shared this post, basically a side by side of Shannon making fun of her and then the real photos. And then this long, I saw the long caption of like, This was the hard time in my life and I'm proud of who I am and blah, 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 blah. So I I saw those posts, but what else is there to it?
2: Well, I think we need to get into what it was. So obviously this week airing that Kate and I are going to go into in a second is the episode where they have a party, where they are imitating each other. And Shannon dresses up as Gina and photos started to filter out. So So Shannon started putting photos out of her dressed as Gina and she had the horrific, like extensions, or I don't even know the terms. I'm sorry, Clip-ins, I'm
3: sorry. yeah, clip-in Clip-ins, extensions,
2: all this stuff in the back of her hair. And um, then Shannon wrote, "Life imitate," and she put it in 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 big block capitals, imitating life because a week beforehand. I'm sorry, this is so convoluted. Um, Gina had written something about Shannon and she'd misspelled imitating. So Shannon took that, put it in block capital. She goes, life imitating life. And then Gina reposted it and said, wow, how amazing of Shannon to pick my worst time. And then Shannon reposted that and wrote Wow, your worst time is having bad extensions and bad and, and no idea how to dress. And then Gina reposted that and said, No, actually, what I was going through was domestic abuse, was divorce, and was the most destructive, horrific year of my life, which is complete. I don't like Gina, but it's completely valid. Absolutely. And- We've all insane. been in those bad periods of your life where insane, you, yeah. And this woman, you know, I have done a deep dive in a rewatch. You know, I love my rewatches. I'm rewatching South, um, uh, Salt Lake City right now, Kate. And I would recommend you to go back, okay? Wow, we'd forgotten some stuff about Salt Lake. Um, I'm doing a rewatch right now, I would do a rewatch of um, OC to remember. You watch Gina as this thirty early 30-something woman with three kids on a television show to get money. Her husband was never there. He was cheating on her with a woman that she would go to barbecues with where everybody knew he was sleeping with her and she was walking around with her husband. Then she got a DUI which is the lowest you can't imagine how low you'd feel at that point of being put in handcuffs and being put in a jail cell she was going through a horrendous time plus it's on television and then you see this Shannon that has been a spoiled pardon my French fucking brat Since she was born, and she's gone through nothing but this season and many seasons, she's always a victim. She's overweight. She's the victim, so don't make make you know, can't make fun of her. You know, she's getting a divorce. She's a victim. Shannon gets no sympathy anymore of her behavior. Never once has she sat, Kate, and just gone. I was in a really bad space. I was overweight, and I was miserable, and my husband was cheating on me, which was awful absolutely awful but I never I didn't deal with it well I blamed everyone else and I'm sorry for that no it's just constant victim so anyway this whole online Instagram war guys you have to go and see is current it's Shannon and Gina are going at it for this week's episode it's insane
3: imagine being 59 years old being in an Instagram war with your reality TV co-star I could only hope I could only
2: hope. I, I mean, mean, just listen. imagine. It's hey, it's. Do you, do you honestly think you and I could ever be accepted onto a Bravo show at this point? I don't think we
3: can because we've commented. No, no, we've commented on it too much, and we know too much, and we would, we would be self-producing too uh, much, probably,
2: and it doesn't it, work. Be self-produced.
3: We, we know too much. Yeah, we know. A, we know how the sausage is made. Um and I to her, not gonna lie. Oh my god! I, I googled Shannon anything. just to I googled Shannon just to know how old she is, and I see now she's in Aries, which is
2: surprising. You know, like I'm very connected to the side, but I know zero about horoscopes. So what? Ho, what is not, Aries, mean? Holly? That has always surprised me about you. That yeah. you
3: aren't like an astrology. I don't know anything. You're, you're like so um into so many tarot. I can, yeah with spirits but i have no clue about horoscopes yeah none well i'm an aries okay and um aries are bold they are leaders they are they can be impulsive they um they can have a temper but the thing about aries is like you'll get upset about something but the next day it'll mean nothing to you. Like Aries don't oh. hold Aries don't hold grudges. Like they'll kind of fire back at you and be like, you know, oh, like, why'd you say that? Oh my God. And then the next day it's like, oh, whatever. It's in the past. Like they don't they don't like hold on to stuff. Um,
2: I, I'm a Taurus. And what I do know about Torians is stubborn. I mean, really, is my my middle name is 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 Mary, and then my mother's maiden name, which is Mina, M E E N A G H. But it should be stubborn. I am I am horrific, and I'm at least I acknowledge how stubborn I am. Terrible. I will have a my head will be splitting apart with a headache, and someone will say, "Here's a." paracetamol. Here's an Advil. And I'm not taking it. Well, just take it because it will take your pain away. Nope, not taking it. That's not what I do. I don't take medication. The stubborn attitude of me is, 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 is appalling. I understand it. And I'm also extremely, apparently we're ruled by Venus. So we're very, very sexual. And love touch, which is very common with me, which can also be disturbing for many people. Um, but I'm very, very <laughs> touchy.
3: Do you want to know the housewives that are also
2: touring? Lou, Lou, no, Lou's Taur? Lou is Taurian. Lou is a Taurus.
3: Yeah, okay. Jacqueline from New Jersey. Yes. Karen Huger, Potomac. Yes. Okay. Um, Alexia from Miami. Oh, yeah, from Miami. Gina from OC. Taurus. Interesting. Taurus. Um, Candy Burris. Obviously Atlanta. Yes. Woo. Woo. Worldwide. Luann. Whoops. Teresa. Judice. Cool.
2: Yeah. Stop Taurus. it. Yep.
3: Kim Zolciak.
2: These are the I Resonate with. These are literally, I mean, my Lou is my number one um and when my the one of the great things that my ex did which was very far and few between um was there <laughs> was for one of my birthdays he got me a ton of cameos and uh-huh. he got me one from Lou oh and I will never she say she said oh i think it was for my 30 i'm going to turn 40 in may so i think it was my 38th and she said oh to be 38 she said wow I'm a tourist myself. Just brought it straight back to her, which I loved as well. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And she said, you know, I'm a tourist myself. And it's all about mm, just loving life. And she gave me an amazing, Dorinda gave me an, I should release that actually. I'll I'll put them on our our Instagram story. I got a fantastic thing from Dorinda. I remember her. She actually luckily was not wasted. Um, And it was her waking up. She was in bed at Bluestone Manor and it's her saying giving a very very actually a philosophical way of looking on life she says you're Mm. in your late 30s and that is the most powerful time of your life and she gave me this amazing speech yeah so I'll put them all of my Instagram but thank you so much to my um ex for the one of the only well, no, that and introducing and, us, introducing and us. introducing us. To be fair, guys, if you do not know, the only reason Kate and I know each other is due to my ex, which was the most beautiful thing he could have ever done. So that's great. Anyway, so k- Kate, I want to show you like that. Oh, oh, yeah, the yeah, Aries Aries, housewife. Sorry, yes, Melissa, Aries? Go- Melissa Gorga. Interesting, fiery. Okay, okay. Vicky Gunvelson. you were a Vicky. No. Uh,
3: Robin Dixon surprising she doesn't seem she doesn't seem like an Aries yeah um Margaret Josephs from New Jersey love I love her
2: yeah I like her too
3: Jennifer Aiden Love. that's the only ones listed on this article that I'm looking at those
2: were your Aries they are interesting dude
3: yeah, I mean, Aries, the thing about Aries is, like, confrontational. But, like, just because we want, like, we're honest, we can't lie. It's, like, everything out in the open.
2: I would and- say that about you. I would not say you would be, if we were in a dinner party, which we've been at before, I cannot imagine, I can imagine us having, been a couple of wines in. I would be the one that would start the fight. But it's interesting. I wouldn't see you, you always, excuse me, you always hold your truth. And that sounds a very housewife thing, say hold your truth. But like you just said, I think you would always err on the side of what's true. And I would be like like the bull. I would go through on what I thought was the truth. And this is what it is. And we're sticking to this and let's have a massive fight about it and let's get it out. But that's very very telling about what they yeah what they and said. aries
3: are loyal too so like
2: you if, are very loyal yeah if
3: yeah if if you and i were going up against someone oh they're done they're they're de- i will decimate them they're and dumb. then yeah and then the next yeah. day it's like whatever we're not even
2: thinking about that anymore
3: yes um
2: okay so i think so, it's like the perfect combination aries and taurus
3: yeah i love I it i think
2: we really are for a pot if they had like a potty kind of perfect <laughs> um horoscopes. It would be do you, Aerosene, Aerosene, do you
3: do you know your rising or moon? Do you would you know your I moon?
2: Do, I do want to work that out. How do you work that out? Um you need
3: okay, so you need to know the city you were born in and the yes. time you the time roughly that you I do. Roughly yeah, the roughly time. Like within I do. two hours, you yes, know the time. I do. And so then 15, you can know I your moon. And uh a good way to just kind of have it laid out is there's like a popular app co-star that, you, can, yes. you can go on there it'll tell you or there's a lot of apps um, but um yeah i'm Aquari- yeah. aquarius moon cancer rising so it's it's very different mm. signs. but um, i've
2: been told it's interesting we're having this conversation because i was i was watching because i listened to this this guy called i would give him a massive shout out because he's fantastic his name's jimmy um um it's like jimmy jimmy tarot or something on um sorry i'm getting it right now on uh youtube and he's a beautiful guy that lives in um, new york he's a full-time job but he gives very 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 good um readings Mm. when it comes he gives it weekly and monthly readings for your sign but he also calls on his spirit guides and he also calls on um just his um guides with the he uses tarot for your horoscope and um, yeah he's very very powerful i'm pulling him up right now just guys so you could know yes so here's if you want it's the tarot ship with jimmy the tarot ship w and slash jimmy the tarot ship w slash jimmy massive shout out um he works very very hard Has a full-time job like I say lives in New York and he gives monthly readings and then he gives weekly outlines of what you are with your with your spirit guides and what you are in your horoscope and he, mm. he's fantastic he's really really good
3: I love um, that
2: there's I
3: follow this tiktoker recently unfiltered astrology Josh Joshua Pingley and yeah sure. he Pingley. okay and um yeah I love I love just hearing kind of what's going on in a, like on a grand scale yes. with astrology yeah. right now, things are weird. It's like mercury and mer- sorry. Wow. The drinks are flowing, um, mer- mercury and retrograde. And uh, I'm not going to pretend like I know all the other details, but there's a lot going on right oh, now in astrology. Yeah. And I feel that because it's like, a lot of breakups a lot of celebrity breakups are happening a lot of like exes of people from the past sort of sort of like 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 popping up and we know that it's an odd time so yeah i i love that i love that shit
2: i love Um, that shit stuff i I mean i I I I keep saying I and mean, Jimmy um was telling me that apparently my perfect partner is a cancer. Mm. Every single cancer I've been with has been so passionate, unbelievable sex like just that you know it's the, like I said I always use this and I think this needs to get into the um into the uh, um What's the word? I'm trying to think of that, that not narrative, whatever. I think it needs to get into the the speech. I'm sorry, I'm losing big lexicon. Oh. Lexicon, thank you. The lexicon of relationships that it's, that cancers are Fred Armisen's. We've discussed this before about my Fred Armisen. Remember, mm-hmm. he is great in the beginning. He's obsessed with you and then gets bored after three months. And that is who cancers are. I have dated so many cancers that I have been, blown over with they are just people that go i'm insanely attracted to you i'm in love with you i don't want anyone else and that's it and you get that for three months you live in this bubble of this harajuku like high pink fluff like it's just amazing sex amazing lifestyle and then they go okay i'm done now and you go sorry what and those are cancers but apparently that's what i'm supposed to be supposed to be interesting
3: yeah i looked up cancer male traits best it it says best traits caring sensitive empathetic sweet nurturing committed romantic worst traits clingy needy passive aggressive stuck in their ways yeah. I can only imagine that paired with being a musician, which I assume most of these people musicians. <laughs> they
2: were all musicians. <laughs> they did all play the drums. Look, like, guys, this is so just what it is. Like,
3: that kind of like overpowers.
2: Yeah. So are there any fun. is
3: there are, is there any other Bravo news that I yes, need, to about? need to know
2: Sorry. There are two things I just want to very very, very quickly talk to you about. Okay. So this was another thing that broke today. So we had the um Rural Housewives of Orange County episode that we're going to discuss and um, we know that this season and this episode we're going to discuss Heather does not come off well I think that can be a general thought to all of us she's not coming off well people aren't really liking her I heard a very very well established rumor from very big sources that she is apparently going to BH next season (gasps) <gasps> she's gonna do a tailor and she's because she bought the place remember in la this is breaking by the way this was a whole breaking news that apparently what she's doing is she bought that place in beverly hills mentioned it on oc she has done terribly in this season and they're pushing her to be H. that's what you you know what back. if she's going to continue to be on housewives that BH makes sense perfect that makes sense yeah absolutely um but i do just want to add uh very quickly that she did terribly this week's episode she's not looking good and then we see her come out today this happens to be the day that the housewives episode was released hmm. and she speaks about saving terry's life while they were at the ivy they were at the ivy which is one of the most popular and has been since like 2007 um restaurants on robertson boulevard in beverly hills apparently he started to slur his speech and heather said there's that was that was strange what just happened and he blew it off and said there's nothing wrong and started speaking perfectly and heather said there's an issue and called 911 the ambulance release uh re, uh re, the ambulance arrived and terry got into it And he was very, very angry with Heather and said, "There's nothing wrong with me. I was just slurring my speech. Like, stop. This is embarrassing." He was so embarrassed, he left the ambulance, got an Uber to drive himself home to Orange County, and she feverishly called his friends at a doctor's and said, "I am telling you, he needs to go to the hospital. His speech like completely went out of nowhere. He wasn't drinking alcohol." And it just started to become very odd. I think he's having a stroke. The friends started blowing up his phone and saying, go to a hospital, go to a hospital, go to a hospital, which he did. And they discovered he had had a mini stroke. That mother is not, she's a smart cookie. I don't know. But absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely that's good. I'm glad. I agree but, yeah. with all of that. And this stroke, and I do, I am not saying this was all fabricated. I believe this happened And I think it's horrendous and strokes can be so mild that you don't notice it. And that's what happened with Terry. He said it was a very, very mild stroke. When I went in there, they confirmed I'd had a stroke. He's not a smoker. He's not a massive drinker. Can you imagine how healthy he is living with her and exercising? And he still had a stroke. And he said it was due to my wife saying something is going on. So that happened. and That is completely true. And I completely believe it. But I'm saying the timing that, that that happened many, many months ago. They released it this week. They were on Watch What Happens Live. Terry broke down crying about how amazing his wife was. Yeah. And it's just how calculated they are, Kate. Yeah, It's so unnerving, that couple. I think they, like I say, they work so well together, but they are utterly unnerving, those two.
3: Yeah, they're a calculating Hollywood couple for sure. And for yeah, sure. I I well I will like to see how she fares on Beverly Hills with like Erica Jane. Who who's the cast going to be then? So it's, it's uh, Erica.
2: That's true. There'll that be Erica, Kyle, Garcelle, Heather, Heather. Who else will be on it? Diana, by the way, Jenkins just gave birth to. A baby at 49
3: really she had another kid
2: she just gave birth two days ago 49 years old wow guys there is so much gossip okay okay Okay. i just want to add one more before we go into oc is that literally before we came on here went on instagram as always and i'm like i said coincidentally i'm re-watching real housewives of um salt lake city and i will recommend all of you go to the beginning and start rewatching it because we had no idea how good it was leading up to Jen when she's working with Stuart and she's like oh you're making me money today what are we doing and then like at the reunion Andy's like what do you do and he's like she's like well you know I just do like ad leads and things like that and then you fast forward I'm in season three where she's getting I'm in season two where she's getting arrested She's in a van and you watch her face change. She gets a phone call that's like the feds from the federal government is about to arrest you. You need to run. And she puts the phone down and goes, I have to, I have to go. And you're watching this going. And then you're sat here saying, I'm watching this in my house in Los Angeles, California. And she's in a jail cell for seven years right now.
3: I remember watching that, and I could not cell. believe this was being filmed for this frivolous show on Bravo. I was like, I can't believe we're see. I'm seeing this.
2: It was perfect for them. I mean, it, they had never planned that for Bravo. It was just perfectly planned. Happened, their hands. yeah. Imagine but- they were literally all. Jacking off, all the editors, Andy. They were all just in a room, jacking. Be oh, like, god. oh my god, arrest! Oh my god, my
3: god, oh my god. I I don't know where. The, I think that's sort of the issue with Salt Lake that I have now. Is like, I'm like, where's it going now?
2: Like, it started going on, Kate. Because I okay. wanted to add this in is that Whitney Wild Rose. I have, I have big issues with her healing. Jenny, um, is that she released the first photo of the new crew. We are getting real housewives of Salt Lake City is gonna restart and revamp in the next couple of months. And I'm so excited. All right. Go then. back and rewatch, guys. Kate, I would recommend you to go back and rewatch. I
3: I just might. I also kind of want to go back and re-watch Dallas for some reason. That would be he's good getting one his dick sucked at the round oh my the god roundup. You don't
2: um know
3: what uh, these hands can do oh my god they're just hands they're oh, just hands so um okay polly we have one more thing sorry guys yes. this has been the longest intro I know we're into, ever, sorry guys. it's
2: like it's just it's- having a chit chat all of us gals and guys we're just having a chit chat yes. so thank you so much for being part of our chit chat
3: guys, gals, non-binary pals, listen up. (laughs) Our next Patreon episode, subscriber episode is, I'm about to announce this to Polly. So Polly and I alternate. We choose which documentary, which media we will be consuming for our precious, amazing Mm -hmm. subscribers, patrons, And I have chosen our next. What have,
2: chosen? what have you chosen? I don't know, guys. I really don't know. Kate was like, I'm not going to tell you until we're on the potty and recording. So what okay. have you chosen?
3: A celebrity documentary. It's on Max. Okay. This is about a celebrity that I adored from a very young age. And I have wondered and wondered in the years since her passing. This is what- not
2: who I think it is. I'm going to guess. Can I make a guess? Yeah. If it is this person, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm doc- literally lose my shit. The first initial is B.
3: The documentary is called What Happened Britney Murphy.
2: Brittany Murphy no. No, no guys, listen. I need you to understand guys. I need you to understand. I Kate and I did not plan this. No. Kate and I Okay, we were chit-chatting for like an hour and a half before this episode. And she said, Polly, I want to tell you what I want to do with Patreon. And I said, put it on the poddy live. And Kate was like, oh, okay. No, I was planning on doing that anyway. Okay, guys, I need you to understand Brittany Murphy was someone I was living in England, idealized. I can t- I've can. been to her grave at Hollywood forever. I know about Simon Monyak. I can tell you about the house. I can tell you about the mother. I can tell you about the father that was, convinced she was poisoned by black mold. Yep. Kate, I cannot believe you picked. Yes. This, this is how
3: in sync we are. I am freaking yes. out. What happened, Brittany Murphy, on oh God. Go watch it, guys. We're going to be watching it over this next week. We're going to discuss it in depth on our Patreon slash subscriber episode. It's five bucks a month, guys. Sign up because we are going in. I love britney murphy
2: how did you not tell me you ever loved i've been obsessed with britney murphy since i was living in england and i saw her at the mtv awards after eight mile when she came out and she looked like a completely different person and she sang this like i can go on about britney murphy to the end of days and the fact that you picked this just makes this beyond perfect i can't explain to you
3: I'm so glad that you're excited about this and impassioned oh, and, and and hey. about this person hey. because I think that, I mean, we'll obviously talk at length about this on our Patreon, but I, I call she, she, she is such a talent and such a singular um, actress. Like, I really adore her as a person, as an actress. And I am so disturbed by what happened to her. And so we will be going in on this documentary. So please, I implore you, everyone, spend the five bucks and join us on our premium content because we are talking about the important stories, okay?
2: We are. So guys, just so you know, obviously, just do housekeeping. We're going to get into the show right now, but just before we do house, we want to do housekeeping. Obviously, on a Tuesday, you will get our episode that covers 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days that is currently airing on TLC every Sunday. We record that on a Monday that's released on a Tuesday. On Wednesday, you are getting our Wheel of Shame episodes, which is an episode from Discovery Plus um, that – TLC, past and present, crazy, crazy shows. Kate and I will be analyzing that on a Wednesday, on a Friday. Right now, you're getting our Real Housewives of Orange County. We also cover a ton of Bravo news, if you've heard. And then if you are a Patreon member, guys, right now on a Friday, you will be receiving an extra episode. And as Kate says, it's going to be weird and wild documentaries. We're picking just stuff that we genuinely find fascinating. Unsolved crimes, celebrity gossip, Hollywood, old Hollywood. I want to do, you know, there's, there's there's aliens, there's paranormal, there's everything. And the fact that Kate just picked Brittany Murphy, Kate, you and I off screen, off recording, I want to just badger you about for about 30 minutes about what I know about Britney and how obsessed I was with Britney Murphy. We want to talk about Spun. Do we want to talk about the movie Spun? Like I am going to go off. So thank you so much for picking that. Um, But yes, it's five bucks a month gate for all of our listeners go into your feed right now where you're listening to this podcast. Just go down. You will see there are episodes that have a little lock on it. And it's a subscriber only. All you need to do guys is click on there. You put in your details. It's five bucks a month. What it does for us is it just means that you're supporting us, which we are so grateful for. And um, it helps us create more and more content. And every time you do that, we send you a very, very personal message. You're part of the inner circle and we love you all. So Lauren, Connie, everyone is part of it. I, we could go on for ages about all the people that are joining us. Thank you so much. We love you. Kate, we need to go into Real Housewives of Orange County of this week.
3: Yes. Episode 10. Yes, a doppelganger disaster.
2: A disaster.
3: We start this episode with a dog montage, which I, I loved. loved. Woo, Kate and I would just dream,
2: dream, dream. Ah, this is amazing. I Heather- see all wait, of wait. their dogs. By the way, seeing Heather with dogs was like, sorry, what? You don't see, her? I, I cannot see her being cozy, comfy with dogs. That was an odd she scene. She seems like someone
3: that would have birds that she doesn't even visit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then we saw Archie. And you know how much I love Archie? I know. Oh, so sweet. Then it went to our darling Fisker, RIP, because R-I-P. Fisker is the animal that um has left us. We saw Heather, like, playing around with the dog. And I think that was just completely she thought she was on, you know, NBC set and, like, whatever. Shannon, Arch- Shannon loves Archie. You know she loves Archie. He's a big big boy golden retriever jumping into the water or trying to Shannon loves Archie and Emily and Fisker who was a lovely Pomeranian that was a huge part of Emily in the family's life for many many years has now passed on but we do see Fisker getting his little bath and I just think it would be wonderful to have those memories of your baby so I'm so glad she has that yes me too and then Jen with these kittens which i lost my mind at jen was probably fostering them like jen is a very odd character but you could tell she was fostering these kittens or she was like having them in her home and caring for them yeah we love we love the animal lovers always if
3: if we see someone on reality tv and they treat their pets with respect
2: they could be brooks And we're still (laughs) from OC and we, if he's good to animals, we're fine. He's fine. We love it.
3: Um, so we, yeah, we have the animal segment. Amazing. Um, we have this scene with Tamara and Eddie, Mm. they have rented an office space for, in, for his TBD business venture. TBD. But mostly for Tamara to just get him out of the house because she's annoyed by his chewing. <laughs>
2: but CBD. Yeah. Not TBD. 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 Business venture. Freudian slip. Yes. But no, they have this ven. They pronounce it Venna, I think, not vena. Venna. So obviously we know RIP Cup Fitness. That was something right. that was insane. I mean, a massive amount of money, genuine business they had for a long time. They knew that was going to be tough. And they started to see, I remember seeing her on Instagram. She started this CBD business that is called, I think it's pronounced Vena or Vina, Um, And apparently it's going, she says it's going very, very well. And on Instagram, I've seen it's They have adverts that are very well produced. I mean, there's money there. I don't
3: worry about Tamra. You see these housewives that go broke or, you know, are in shambles. I don't don't worry about Tamara. She's crappy. She's a hustler. And she will always succeed.
2: But I was worried though, Kate, like just when she, they had cut, which they, that is hard work and you knew she would be great. And Eddie was a hard worker as well. So you're like, they're fine. So when that went, I was worried. But Vina, which is CBD, I think they were actually very, very smart. She says, everything with CBD is blowing up and continuously That's kind of like five years ago, but it is still blowing up. Yeah. And we're doing very, very well. And I did see an ad on our Instagram, like I say, that was very well produced. And I was like, there's money behind this. Fuck good. Tamara said in it, she goes, I'm a hard worker. I will never stop working. And I was like, She's yeah. a cockroach. She and Eddie will last. yeah. It is the same. So she said, "I got this office space, which is another rent, by the way. But but then Cut Finish shuts down. That must have been a fortune to run every month. Can you imagine what that was to run? Oh, and thousands. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So she said." I just want him to go there and, you know, he's kind of joking about we just need time. He needs something to do because Eddie's a fighter and a worker and everything, too. So I'm going to start. She said to Eddie, we I am having a party with Jen, which everyone is saying it's bizarre because they've been fighting this past week. So the people that are saying that is Gina in a denim jumpsuit. OK, I. Listen, Gina, I I do think I'm having like a split soul situation. I don't even know if that's a term. I just made it up. I look at Gina and I go, I love you. You were a woman that came here, moved across the state. Okay. Well, across the country to be with this man. He had a an affair that destroyed you. You were living three days four days of the week in a place where he wasn't looking after three young children on your own this man was having sex with other people you had been his loyal partner from a very young age you when he was here he was taking you to houses where his adulterous the person he was having an affair with was living everyone knew you dealt with all of that then you dealt with a divorce and having to tell people this is what happened in my life which is humiliating which never should be but you do feel humiliated when someone's cheated on you you have to tell everyone he's cheated on me then you dealt with a terrible domestic abuse situation a very very violent situation that you then very respectfully held him accountable to, got him to court as he should be, to be held responsible for everything he did. This was all on TV as well. Which
3: which is a big part of the conflict of this particular cast is I've shown this wound in my life and you won't show yours.
0: Yeah. And
3: so I'm yeah. going to mention it. I'm going to mention it all. Mention it and all. that is why all this conflict is happening. But you're right. Gina has gone through a lot. She's a fighter, Fun. just like Tamra. So I don't like her, and I want to
2: like her. I know, Kate. Okay. But then I watch her and she's walking up into a place and she's wearing a denim jumpsuit. And I'm like, I'm done with you. I can't wear a denim jumpsuit. I don't want, this is, this is awful. But she's meeting up with Heather to look up pumpkins because it's pumpkin season. And the denim jumpsuit, I am so viscerally reactionary to everything that gina wears i'm done i'm sorry i i I saw this scene and i knew you
3: would have an issue with the jumpsuit (laughs) um so they are talking about it now okay so shannon comes up shannon and john jacob jingleheimer yes and their relationship and heather is doing this annoying thing here we go where she's like yeah, they have issues, but then she goes into her confessional and acts holier than thou. And she says, well, yeah, there's a difference between talking about someone and bad mouthing someone or whatever she said. And it's like, Heather,
2: you're on housewives. She's, she's, I mean, you can, you can never, there is never honestly been a housewife. I would say in any of the iterations of housewives that has been more acutely aware, that has worked, by the way, for multiple seasons as Heather. She's been acutely aware of her role and has luckily slid by and got it. Like most times, if they knew what they were doing, they'd be cut in the first season. But she she got it. She knows what she's doing. So she's there with Gina and saying, Shannon may be having something going on, and this whole vibe is all about. All of us know that Shannon has told Heather terrible things that is going on with John Jensen, Jensen, Johnson. And then Heather has told.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation.
2: But Heather is going, I, 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 I didn't, I, the thing is, I didn't tell anyone. So I I, I, I didn't tell anyone. So I, I, I don't know what you want me to do. The next scene is Jen. Now, Jen is meeting her friend Taylor from university or college. And it's an old, this is a very odd interaction, but it was to kind of to bolster who she is with Ryan. It was a scene that was filmed and then not aired that we see a clip of is that Jen? because you've got to understand with these but everything that you see on the show kate is what they've edited but there are scenes where there have been multiple people family members they have had a full a full film crew filming them all but they never ever go to air so this was an example of it like jen it was obviously like can we bring anyone in i know how it works can Can we bring anyone in from like your past life? And she goes, well, I have this friend Taylor. So Taylor comes in and we see Jen and Taylor walking on the beach. And Taylor's like, how's your morning be? Jen's like, well, got up really early, 5 a.m. I already went for a massive run, like a marathon run, worked out, went to yoga, and I'm here right now. I just... Addicted. I, Addicted to exercise. But it's also just like, and this friend Taylor's like, whoa. And, ta- and Jen's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and Taylor's like, so let's talk about last night. So what this is is behind the scenes is that the crew had filmed her the night before having a conversation with Ryan, Jen's very problematic partner. They didn't think it was good enough to air but it was good enough to snap back to. So then they had to have a filming of, of of Jen talking about this with Taylor. So Taylor goes, well, let's talk about last night. So you see a clip of Taylor sat down with Ryan on this sofa saying, you know, I just want to know how you are with Jen. And what, and he says, I'm marrying her in 12 months. As soon as her divorce is done, I'm marrying her in 12 months. And this friend Taylor is going, wow. And we cut back to their walk in present day. And she's going, you know, last night, I mean, he just seems amazing. He seems wonderful. He seems so great. And Jen is hearing everything she wants to hear. And it's devastating. It's devastating.
3: It's so sad because she has all of these scenes with the women where she's defending him and saying how great their relationship is. And obviously we see this with Shannon as well. But mm-hmm. then in in Jen's confessionals throughout the season, she has consistently gotten vulnerable with the producers and talked about yes. how yes. hurt she is by his actions. And I do not think that she is presenting that to him in a meaningful way like it just doesn't seem like that is being dealt with but she has these moments of being like yeah we were quote unquote on a break and then he slept with someone and it did feel like cheating and then cut to the scene and she's like no it's amazing we're getting married in a year and it's like why
2: that's what he's but this is this typical like Fred Armisen guy. Like I say, is this he's going? We're going to get married in a year. That's what we're doing. Absolutely. Well, it's a year later. They're not married. This was filmed a year ago, guys. Please remember, this was filmed a year ago.
3: He's just constantly writing checks his ass. Can't yeah. Ash.
2: I, I think he's a man, and these men want this gratification. So what they do is they will meet a woman that is going, oh, my God, you're so amazing. And he's going, you're so amazing. And it's hot and it's passionate for three weeks. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to a gas station, is pumping gas, meets a woman that looks at him a different way. And he goes,
1: oh,
2: Mm. what am I doing? There's other women that I can have sex with. So then he gets this whole vibe on himself. And starts chatting to different women. So then has sex with different women while he's controlling this other thing, but wanting this whole relationship. He is the epitome of an absolute disaster. Constant constant
3: need for validation and control.
2: Yeah, validation and control. So then we get the girls getting ready because we have this big party. Yes. So we have this party, which caused the Instagram drama that we talked about earlier is that they all pick names out of a hat of who they were going to dress up as, which is, who that is not good for housewives. That is such- Wait, a- Polly, Polly, did they
3: pick names or did the producers just text them who to dress up as Let's to cause the most real. issues? Let's
2: yeah. be real. They yeah. did not- we, did, we saw nothing of picking hats out, picking uh, names out of hats, you're right. So we see the girls getting ready. Who do we see? Miss Gumbleson.
3: Maybe it's because we're both Aries, but Vicky made me tackle out loud on this episode. Like every time Vicky comes in, she's making me laugh. I know Vicky sucks as a person and people don't like Vicky, but I'm sorry, guys. She is so fucking funny on TV.
2: Do you know what, Kate? This is the first season that I will agree with that. June Diane Raphael, who is one of our legends and one of our dream aspiration co-hosts and hosts that has spoken at length about On Bitch Sesh with Casey Rose uh, Wilson and um, Daniel Schneider about her knowledge. I mean, she's watched Housewives every iteration from the beginning. She also knows Sister Wives from the beginning. Plus, she is a massive actress and writer and feminist and, and a movie. she just she's amazing yeah. But she will, would always speak about how vicky was her favorite And i had a very hard time with that because vicky irritated the as she, the shit out of me about stuff like oh but you've got to know god and we can't talk about pink parts and we can't and she would shame women and she would talk about religion but not have absolutely zero concept of what religion was yeah and just throw out i'm a christian and think that meant she knew anything about morality and it drove me nuts so all of this i have done nothing but been obsessed with vicky since she came into this this we saw her last week great with the girls we see her come in and knock on that door kate my heart went a spinning let's whoop it up
3: bitch let's whoop it up So, okay. Yeah. Vicky comes in, she's getting ready with Shannon. Um, Vicky gives her list of quality because she's getting her makeup done and she's talking to the makeup artist. and they're like, Ooh, Vicky, are you dating anyone? And she's like, yes. And then we get a confessional from Vicky and she tells us this long list of qualities that she wants in a man. I love this. And I was like, everyone needs standards. Like Vicky does.
2: Yeah. Because they're they were all great standards. They were great. It was like her religious preference. It was her sexual preference. It was very specific age, children, divorce, not divorced. It was like she was brilliant. She was manifesting
3: all of this. She's like, I want him to find me funny. I want to find him funny. I want him to have a great career that he loves and he's into. And I, and it's like, yes, you got specific with what you wanted. And hopefully he doesn't
2: fit cancer. So, by and, way, and can hopefully we, he has a boat. By the way, can we just acknowledge we will never, ever not appreciate the editors. They did. She goes, well, from my past, oh. they did a cut to brooks and they did a memoriam from like oh. 2011 2014 then they did steve that piece of shit ex that she was with and it did his dates and i just so was good. like you editors are then they even cut back to family van i mean they did so oh my god cut the backs. editing
3: the cutbacks we got of vicky it was so funny it was I'm so loving funny. seeing
2: Vicky I can't believe I'm saying this I am I know
3: she's I know Vicky. you guys I know there's probably it. people listening who are like Vicky's awful cancel Vicky but like come on this episode it was so I funny. would never
2: thought I'd that. say it guys so we see them they're getting ready right so we see them all getting different things and it was so funny Vicky was like I'm dressing as myself for the keg stand <laughs> because the if you knew the law if you know Real Housewives of Orange County or Real Housewives you know when she arrived at Michael Wolfsmith I even know his last name name um he was by the way because he was the one that put his mum up for an audition for this entire series that created housewives michael her vicky's son was the person that created the entire Housewives? I just want to say that. Um, so she goes, "Well, I'm going to do that infamous." It's like a kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit, but she's like, "I'm coming in where I did that infamous keg stand at his house when he was at university." So she goes, "I'm getting ready," and we see Tamara getting her makeup ready, Emily's getting ready, Jean is getting ready.
3: Okay, and- let's. I I have the whole list Go of on. who dressed as who, and I just Please. want your quick reactions of how Go they on. did. Okay.
2: Shannon as Gina. I think she did her completely dirty and beautifully. Um, Yeah. Emily as Shannon. Absolutely fantastic. She had two layers of glasses and she had lemons on the the leggings for her lemonade company. Perfect. Hilarious. Gina as Emily. Oh, fantastic. Pretty accurate. It was brilliant. The only thing I was a little bit worried about, like body conscious stuff, is that she did, she said I put padding on my hips because I don't have hips and Emily does. So she said I put padding on my hips, but I don't have a beautiful curvaceous body like Emily does. So I put massive, and she did have a big arse. It looked pretty uh, good though the padding. She looked it, beautiful, and that's yeah. what Emily looks like. Emily is beautiful because she has hips and she's a big ass, so it looks amazing. Gorgeous. So yeah, yeah. okay.
3: T- Taylor as Tamara. piss poor. Taylor, you didn't
2: try enough. I so love Taylor much. too. There's love so Taylor. Much. Cut Lovely. fitness hat.
3: Do a cut like Tamara said. Do cut a cut fitness.
2: Fitness would have been excellent. And all you need with Tamara, it's like I would even put you could have hedges or something here when she hid in the budget bushes. Or yeah. you could have tequila. There was I was upset with yeah, Taylor she, for that. she, that.
3: she slapped yeah. that together last minute. No. Tamra as Heather. This she was good. Well. I very there were well. there were a few cool. moments where I like glanced at the screen and i was like is that heather and i was like oh no it's Tamara."
2: she did very well she needed to cut the wig just a little bit shorter but she did very very well and that piece of she- heather when she's like i would not have had a money money thing because that's so day class a can we i just want Do you know what i want is like in the old days in the real old early 2000s guys let's go back early 2000s e hollywood story when you came home wasted from a night before on a saturday you passed out on your sofa and you switched on e and it was like lifestyles of the rich and famous and i want that of the background of heather DeBro. she's not from money and i want to reiterate that a lot she is not old new york money she's a girl from like upstate new york and she's saying I would not have a money thing.
3: It's like, like loosen your butthole and have fun. It's a joke. Not who you are. It's a joke.
2: She's creating this character. But anyway, that was her. Yeah. Had,
3: oh, well. Okay. And then okay. And then we have Jen as Taylor. And remember, she wore like the hat deck. of the
2: bar the that deck. Taylor. That was goes fine to. because with deck it, with with it Taylor fun. it would be hard. But I loved that we all know where she hangs out. I'm gonna go to the deck and OC very shortly because I yeah. want to. Yeah, I, I thought I
3: thought that was fun. That there was were good. a lot of well. there were a lot of details. She even had the cat like that, cat I think she did Pretty well. I was like, yeah. she put thought into this, and yeah. yeah it's... Um, and then we have Heather as Jen. I will say I she looked we... amazing, but it wasn't like, okay. oh, it's Jen. So, she just like was... looked good.
2: She's such a piece of. <laughs> <laughs> i <I've> really, <laughs> she was like, well, I know she's very, very fit into yoga. What could I, by the way, Heather has not eaten a carbohydrate since 2000 and probably five. And I cannot imagine what that life is, but her body is just, there isn't a single fat on her. Do you see that body? Oh, I I was looking, she's wearing
3: this red jumpsuit and there's just nothing. And I was like, nothing Kate. I was like, she must just be getting said like, four children. Can we understand? She said four children. Yeah, but Polly, Polly, she's married to Terry, who's a plastic a world renowned well, I don't know, world know. renowned, but he's a plastic surgeon. And I'm like, okay, there's gotta be like lipo or something. Like, what is happening? She looked whatever. I won't take that away from her. She looked okay. amazing.
2: Unbelievable. But but she didn't
3: really look like Jen. No, she didn't.
2: What she did is it's typical Heather is like, what can I do to fit the theme but look as amazing as possible? And she looked fucking fantastic. She looked amazing. Body. And it's so interesting. She has had her boobs done, but it's so subtle. She's done that fantastic boob job of just tiny bit
3: i love that okay so and then and then of course vicky has vicky incredible we get there vicky's down to clown they have a clown clown. vicky Vicky, well she's trying to clown she's like i i say this okay Polly. i know you love like the american culture of like um you know beer pong flip okay I went. If listeners don't know, I went to University of Iowa. It's a Big Ten school. The I- year I was there, was it was Big th- Ten. Main? Um, Big Ten. That means um, like the different uh colleges and universities in the U.S. are like grouped together, um, and that's like. I'm gonna sound so stupid but it's it it's like who you uh I can't think of the word it it's like, like who you, it's like who you play sports against it's like your league
2: or whatever oh so so it's sports not acumen I think okay so
3: um and it uh at the time I was there it was like number one party school on the playboy list right no way yeah 2009 and so um I'm very familiar with like keg stands and drinking excessive amounts. I love that. And these women cannot do a keg stand for shit. Like they cannot- vicky is trying to do it and everyone's holding her up and i appreciated yeah. the effort because
2: it was a how throwback did you do that though how i looked at it, i thought it was physically awkward i'm five foot ten i'm not a small gal i'm like i don't know how you actually get on a everyone's keg- ev- everyone is holding you up and oh. you are putting
3: the end of the keg in your mouth and you're just sucking hey, can down you beer. Promise me that you'll do
2: that before my 40th birthday I would love to. Would I've love never to. had a keg. I've watched American movies growing up, watching kegs and being like, I don't know what they are. And watching keg studs. Can you please do that before my 40th birthday? Please.
3: I would. Yeah. And we'll put it on our, we'll put it on our Instagram guys. Great. Um, yeah. We would get like many in college, we would get mini kegs and bring them to this oh. like jump off point at the lake and like just drink oh, kegs cool. and like swim mm-hmm. in the lake okay. and stuff
2: and so that's
3: that's like my background with kegs and so i'm watching vicky trying to suck down this beer and she's like dribbling it down her chin she spits it out it was pathetic it was pathetic but i was glad i I was glad she tried because we did see the throwback to obviously when she went to michael's door um and then um we also have this moment they're playing so okay so they get there they're having fun blah 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 and they're playing this drinking game and it's basically truth or dare. Or it's, not, it's like daring each you other. Or drink. Other.
2: That's what it's yeah. true. Truth. Yeah. And um, you and I need to actually, we need to play this game. <laughs> <next week. laughs> at the live show. And so. Um, can you imagine us at a live show? Our poor audience would be like, can you imagine? Our audience would walk away traumatized. Guys, if you're listening <laughs> and you get tickets to our first live show, please, we think you need to sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs>
2: And so Vicky, she's letting loose. She's,
3: you yes. know, woohoo. She's taking her shirt off and um, it's fun. And then we have, and then we get to business, which yes, is the we fighting. Get business.
2: We get to business.
3: Okay. So just to give the background in case you like miss the last few episodes or whatever. The focus is on Shannon and Jim John Jacobson's relationship. Okay. JJ. And this is an issue for Shannon because she's made it clear to the producers that talking about their relationship on camera is going to end her relationship because he's private, a.k.a. he doesn't want America knowing how big of a shithead he is.
2: Yeah. yeah. And
3: so. This comes up. Shannon, Everyone's kind of lit. Like everyone has been taking shots hey, and stuff. Shannon, Shannon takes Heather aside. To confront her about bl- blabbing about her and John to the other so she's women, she's heard
2: via Tamra. Yes, space Amiga's dinner. Yes, right.
3: And so Heather is Heather. De, Heather is playing this whole season like I'm not. I'm not involved in this drama. I'm not telling anyone's secrets. I'm just here and I oh. want to be an actor and I'm a good friend. And that's just what she's it. trying to put out, but really what Heather is doing is and it's like you in this episode you could see what I loved about this episode is it was batshit insane. And also it was like you could just see through like the fourth wall was broken and you could just see right. through everything they're saying and what i believe happened in real life is that heather has been like on the sly telling all the other women yeah. everything that shannon yeah. has told her about her yeah. and john i agree okay? i agree so but she's like you know what there have been a lot of women that have said pointed things about you and john and she's trying to ca- they're all just trying to cast the blame away from themselves of like who's bringing this up on camera and then we cut back to the table and they're straight up telling us on camera what the story is, which apparently is Shannon and John were at Nobu. If you're not from L.A., that is a fancy Malibu restaurant. Okay, oh, yeah. And her and John were fighting and he yeah. left her there.
2: There's a lot more to what's going on with those two. And right. it's all vodka-induced. Yeah.
3: So, Holly, I mean, what ensues after this?
2: So, I mean, the fact is, is that they are... You know, Shannon, I think the biggest frustration is that you have to understand that all these women are saying what they can't say. So they're all sat knowing that they have cameras. They're sat there having cameras surrounding them. And their main goal is to talk about their lives and talk about what's going on. And they're at this party. They're all drinking, right? So you you get so... Your inhibitions just go down. And Tamara knows, well, I've been told something, Heather. You You did tell me, Heather, that... Shannon said this shit with her relationship and I think the problem is is that all of them know not the yeah. problem but all of them know that Shannon is the cast member if we step outside of this that Shannon is a cast member that is not discussing her relationship and all of them have to but Shannon does not because she shuts it down I think they're all kind of pissed off about it they are so they, They've all been at bars with her. They've all been at Javier's. Javier's is the most famous place in Orange County. And there is one at Century City Mall on Beverly Hills where everybody goes to. That's Javier's. That's where she said, that's where they're sitting and hearing Shannon going 15. Well, I would say five vodkas in. I don't know what I'm doing with him. Why am I with John Jensen, Jensen, Johnson, And so then they start shooting a TV show and they're going, we fucking know there's this massive drama. Like, why is no one talking about this? I need to talk about this. And Shannon goes, I'm not talking about anything. And so I just, you see them all sat there and it is a really weird line of they're, they're like two inches away from turning to the cameraman and going, are we doing this? And it's it's hard to watch as Housewives fans because we know really what's going on, but we don't. And then we get this fourth wall broken, which was, I mean, Kate and I always obsess overseeing production. As soon as we see an earpiece, as soon as we see a mic pack, Kate and I are in.
3: Shit's going down. It
2: yeah, is like,
3: oh. Oh, and Dude. we're absolutely and we're getting the lingo we're getting the lingo that they use with each other when they're off camera which is vault that's vault that's vaulted it's like bravo
2: bravo fucking bravo bravo Bravo, fucking bravo
3: I told because they're saying it over and over in different ways so you have Shannon saying I told Heather that but that was vault that was in the vault. And that's oh, that's, what right. that's what they say.
2: That's what they say to each other that. when they're
3: like, when they call each other, when they're not filming and they're filming. like, bitch.
2: This is, we're not doing this on this camera. Is, Never this bring this up on camera. This is
3: not on camera. This is vault. Okay. But John called me unattractive last night. And John-
2: hey, I do think that you and I actually need to establish, let's do this on air. I think we need to establish when you and I are having a conversation, and we're talking about boys, We're talking about gentlemen. We're talking about gentlemen companions that I may have, your partners, my partners. I think we need to establish then, because Kate and I are catapulting to Bravo. We are catapulting (laughs) to TLC. So Kate, I do think we need to have that lingo then.
3: Why not just say vault? I mean, that's the
2: word. So Kate, from now on, when I say something to you about how, I've met some degenerate film producer in Los Angeles that is a monster of a human being. I'll just like, say, put it in the vault. It's in the vault. It's in the vault, okay? And so... She is just like... <sighs> she doesn't... You're right. I think you're right. She's But her m- maniacal behavior... I don't understand, Kate, how she has seen herself... On this show for years, and does not get that you are looking just just calm it down. No, but like Polly, that- she she does know that
3: she's looking like that, okay. and that's that's why when she's trying to leave and she tells the cameras stop, stop filming. I'm not crazy, stop, just stop. That's what she's saying. Cause what she really wants to say is like, this is off limits, and I don't want to film this. And you guys are going to make me look crazy in the edit and I'm not crazy. And my relationship is normal because that's what she is living in right now. She is telling herself, everyone has fights and everyone's relationship is like mine. And they're just putting me on blast on camera because they don't want to talk about themselves. But what's really happening is I do believe these women are concerned. They are. Yeah, they are concerned with. I mean, yes. Do they want the focus to not be on their own relationships? Absolutely. But also I do believe there is this layer of like, and we say that we see this, especially with Emily who is crying. Uh, they're yeah. all drunk.
2: Yeah. Emily's
3: crying and she's like, I just want to help you. And I just want to be your friend. And you shut down whenever we talk about your relationship. And, but you have these moments, like when we were out at dinner and you're telling me this, this, and this and then, and then you just like act like that didn't happen, and like your relationship is good, but I'm telling you about my relationship, so like let's have that level of friendship, and it
2: makes me assess a lot, and I think this is probably a conversation for when we finish, uh, <laughs>
3: recording. yeah,
2: yeah, and it's gonna be in the vault of Kate and I's vault, but it's like when you're with a friend and you talk you can meet up for dinner, right and you say, how was your relationship? Oh, it's so good. And we're having good sex and everything's great. And how's yours? Oh, it's great. It's wonderful. Like, but we really don't know what's going on with each other's relationship. Yeah.
3: And it's not like everything always has to like, there always has to be something wrong. And, you know, you have to it's not, no, just it's bear, not you up, have to bear really. every single detail, but yeah. like, she there's just so much that she's not being real about and that's hard
2: Shannon is stripping down into her nakedness and lying in a bed and having sex with John Jensen Johnson on his houseboat I just can't see them having sex
3: well no and Heather tells us about as much because what happens is like It's so hard to recap this episode, guys, because it's so chaotic. But like, basically, they're all drunk. Shannon's trying to leave. The other women are fighting about who betrayed Shannon the most by revealing the most on camera about the situation. But really, it's like they all know and they've all hinted at it. And it's just she... Where was I going with
2: this? (laughs) I think we were just talking about like kind of the... Oh. They're all walking away and going, we figured this out, but... Oh, like, yeah, like she... It's not about like,
3: you have to tell every single detail, but it's like, you're telling us really bad stuff that would make us as friends, not on camera, want to say, hey this guy is not committed to you. Oh, that's where I was going with it. So like they're, they're all fighting about that. And then there comes a point where they show all the women in the confessionals, just letting loose and saying what's going on. Yeah, And so we get, we get Heather saying like, oh, he, she's told me, she's told me that he says she's unattractive. Oh, and mate, fat, fat, unattractive. yeah, fat unattractive he won't let her stay at his house and he w- he doesn't stay at here's
2: her the, house okay okay here's the thing is that was broken down on on instagram that you're talking about kate and there are three slides like a love it on instagram they do slides and they do the like um transcription underneath heather says he has never slept a single night at her house yeah And he has called her fat. Oh, I think we're done at this point. Yeah. I mean, imagine,
3: and these are supposed to be her really good friends. So listeners, imagine one of your best friends telling you whether they're drunk, whether they're three sheets to the wind or not. They are telling you, my partner is saying I'm fat, unattractive. I've never stayed at his house. He yep. doesn't stay at mine. It's awful, awful, awful. We're fighting.
2: Well, where are you going from that? What do you do where
3: with you that? Going? You say, um, I
2: don't think this relationship's
3: good for you. You should probably move on. And instead of that, she sobers up, doubles down and tells everyone I'm, the she just kept saying, I'm the happiest I've ever oh, been. I'm the happiest I've ever been. He's the best ma- Like we fight, everyone fights. Um, I have norm. Oh. She kept saying this, which was so sad. I have normal fights with my
2: partner that paralyze me. That was a weird, that was very interesting. You picked up on that. I, she said that I think twice, possibly three times. There are fights we have that paralyze me. Yes. Very, um, she's she's an educated woman um and i think to use that word is striking she kept saying it they paralyzed me
3: and that's normal her she her point was like and that's normal but that's not normal that's not
2: and did you notice that white walker in other news that white walker her ex-husband back with the back with the fiance back with the ex-wife did you see that i did Good that will last about two minutes because so. she needs the money. She, but anyway, yeah. And this, it, it was just she's she's going it paralyzed. me. It was a very odd term. You're right, Kate. It was a very odd term. Deserving. And then the Trace Amigas kind of, of, bundle up. Yeah, and they're getting it. But I, I could not believe, and I'm. So, it's so parallel to everything I've ever said about Vicky. But how great she was! She was at the door, just going, "Okay, well, if this is what it is, then." You know, it's your relationship and that's fine. And Tamara's like, you're yeah. having a, you're going through something and you're getting Tamara's and, and Vicky's just like, well, it is it is what it is. Like, it's a relationship and just go. And so she leaves because it's fucking Shannon going manic and going to the camera, don't follow me. I'm not crazy. If you're saying you're not crazy on a reality TV show, you have been on this for, what, five years? I mean, she's ah. been on this for, like, five years. Let, at least, let's see, yeah. Let's see, what is it? Because she starts, remember, she was, like, that emaciated, like, super, super thin, like, no muscle structure. Do you remember her? Like, she was yeah. so saying, we put um crystals in the floors of our house. And then, she, and then Heather she, came over.
3: She joined... Uh Real House is Orange County in its ninth season. Um so she came to fame. It says in uh 2014. 2014. When that's nearly yeah, nine years. Yep. That she's been on there the longest next to Vicky and Tamara. So it's yeah, it's been a long journey and it's just it's honestly just really sad. And
2: I think it's all sad. I think it's sad that she, I think it's also really sad is that we know she has broken up with John Jensen Johnson and yet she's still posting on Instagram. I'm going for dinner with him. No, this is not a relationship. And apparently you're getting news outlets saying you're getting dragged out of restaurants because you're so wasted fighting with his daughter just to exit all of this Shannon.
3: Oh, but you're the happiest you've ever been. No, Shannon. Happiest. Shannon, just find a nice guy, please. Um, I'm so lie, yeah. Though,
2: I am loving loving the Instagram fighting between her and <laughs> Gina. I Absolutely. Am lo- she is out for her and gina is out for her they had the skirt thing before the thing we mentioned today shannon turned up in instagram uh on watch what happens lives with a skirt gina posted she's wearing the exact same skirt that i wore thank you so much for uh publishing my link And then Shannon responded saying, I've never seen your Instagram. I've never seen your link. This is a great (laughs) skirt that I loved. And they were in the exact same skirt.
3: So Trace Amiga's Amiga's leave in a production van to apparently go whoop it up. I'm like, no, Shannon's just crying. (laughs) Um, And then back in the house, they're all talking about it oh talk about my relationship and they do and they're like what is she so scared of and they're like he's gonna leave she's scared he's gonna leave her if she talks about him on camera so Um, yeah that's that um did you watch roni
2: um yeah quick into roni i mean guys i i'm bored thank you so much for saying that i i feel as though everyone is going oh but it's really good it's really good i just it's it's not there are you know, I listened to Danny Pellegrino, and he was like, "Well, you watch the first see- if you go b- if you go back to the first seasons of any real housewives, it's terrible, and I'm like, that's actually not the case. We could sit here in twenty twenty three and go back to the first three seasons of Real Housewives of New York, which was in 2020- 2020, twenty oh seven or twenty o eight and you see them." And it's ridiculous. And Ramona's fighting with Luann, and she's and you have Alex McCord pretending she can speak French. And like there are draw, there is drama. So don't give this to me with this new. Oh, we're just getting settled. Kate, okay, I don't like it, and I know that I set up not liking it before. But Jenna Lyons does not want to be on this show. She filmed this show. And she went, what the fuck have I done? She was (laughs) on the Today Show with Andy Cohen like a couple of days ago going, she was frozen, absolutely frozen, because she knew she had to be on this to promote it. She didn't want to do it. And these people are not Ramona. They are not the background that we want for these women. And I am out. I'm just out. I'm sorry, Kate, I'm out. I think I'll keep.
3: I'll I'll watch the season. I will watch the season, and there are moments, delusional, funny little moments. And I'm like, okay, it it's not, not the worst. But I'm it not is. laughing. You know what I mean? I watch a half hour of Crappy Lake, and I'm like pissing
2: myself. And
3: then I watch exactly. this, and I'm
2: like, Do you think is we are gonna over? Get, do you think we are going to see a Sonia on the jitney? To the Hamptons because she's alienated all of her friends. They go into the Hamptons. Sonia has to go on a jitney and wear a diaper because she's <laughs> not going to pee in the bathroom and then turn up at De- uh, Ramona's house and then piss herself. Like, that's who our New York girls are. This is not any uh... of these women. And by the way, when we get a sigh or whatever her name is, say that it's supposed to be an influencer and we see her in her conf- if i i honestly have a visceral reaction <laughs> to her she's supposed to be an influencer right she's yes. like 40 by the way which i'm not i'm not trying to age shame because i am that age but that is not generally what you think of an influ- influencer okay whatever congratulations if you're doing it at our age but she is supposed to be an influencer and she's in a confessional wearing a corset that doesn't even fit her boobs it's up here (laughs) it is not and she's saying i'm so stylish and she wears the most boring disgusting clothes i'm kate i am so angry i'm so angry i mean i had more
3: of an issue with the apartment of jessel and her husband it's like that don't most,
2: have sex, that are friends, that is just all white. It's just it's all white.
3: It's all white. It's all white. It's like oh. white couches, white decor. I'm like, oh, oh. what is this, Kim K's apartment? And so, yeah, I'm, I mean, they're, a hard time, they're, they're, they're wrapping up the trip. Um, Brin, and
2: by the way, can I just say, when the Royal Housewives of New York, when we had our glory, beautiful days, we would get even in later days later when we're talking we we're, we're not talking Jules Aaron Jules Aaron's long gone we're talking mm-hmm. about Tinsley turning up with her embroidered pillows that she had to bring to the Hamptons with Heather that's in that in, in the in the SUV and they're going there. And they're talking about all the shit that Ramona's done, the fights that they're having with Luan. So we go to a house and we're already in a fight. And this is just fucking nothing. It's it's appalling to me. It's appalling.
3: It's like, oh, you don't like my
2: Shakshuka. You're rude. We don't talk about ch- ch- Shakshuka, like you say on our Instagram, uh Tender Loving Care podcast. I had to Google what that was. This is not. This is. You know what the Hamptons is? It's when we went to. Remember when we went to Lou's house? Remember when she was married to the Count and she was trying to order a pizza? This is going back in the day. She was trying to order a pizza and she said, "This is a pizza for a uh, name, a uh, Countess uh Luanne de la <laughs> Uh, 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 Luanne. I mean, we we going back to the days. The Hamptons were them going to just escape and even going to Ramona's house where they're fighting and Dennis is there going, what's going on with you insane ladies? Dorinda is on Diet Coke telling Sonia that her vagina is like the, the Holland, Holland Tunnel. Tunnel. I mean, that was the real... And Candice Bushnell, who wrote Sex and the City, that became what Sex and the City is now, is in a kitchen in Ramone Singer's house. And Dorinda's going, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not, not well, bitch. bitch. That's, that's what we wanted in the Hamptons. Not this.
3: Just no, not just this. Hard, I'm sorry, it's, I just
2: have a really hard time.
3: It's Bryn's giving. I, I just have I a think, hot time, I'm so sorry. I think Brynn is definitely a reality show character. He she's is I she's agree. At, Bryn's, she's at Bryn's giving. She's greeting everyone coming in by showing her backless dress and saying welcome to Brynn's giving. It. It's like okay, okay. She's flirting with the caterer. Um it's just like the level of delusion is far too low.
2: <laughs> she's giving too much too soon she um, does here's the deal you cannot i think it would be very very hard especially for someone like kate and i if kate and i were randomly called by our andy and the powers that be on bravo they're like let's get you on a show i don't think kate and i would do well because we know the formula So I think that we would be so acute to the formula that we would figure it out of what we need to be on first season. And I genuinely do believe that any housewives now, they have to be disillusioned and cut apart from the housewives. Mm -hmm. Kate and I know that you go on, you have to do A, B, and C and figure out who to fight with and figure out. And this is who Bryn is. Bryn does, if I see her doing this facial expression one more time, yeah she's like mm. giving it's just a, i'm a little baby flip. she has a lip flip that goes up like that she paid to get that lip flip and then she just uh oh,
3: she's it. at least giving us something i don't know and then it, we have like uba pushing her sauce line already and it's like already, we don't even know you
2: we, we don't even know you know. ramona when did we reach uh uh, uh true time oh. multiple seasons in don't you dare <laughs> try and give us hot sauce in a first oh we not even a first season first two episodes do you, you do that to us it just feels like a business move for all of them kind of I'm very upset by it but i will say that i'm very very happy that andy if you hit any singular episode with him Someone says, how do you feel about the new iteration of Housewives of New York? And he says, "Um, it's different. Thank you, Andy, because this is not who we were. You want New York. You want 40 plus women, nut jobs. Look at Ramona. Go back, guys. Go back to Ramona and Jill Zarin. That's who he started. This is I, not how I'm just like, what is the conflict? That Jessel's
3: husband hates her?
2: Hates <laughs> like, her. I, mean, he, I mean, he's a person that does not want to have sex with her. That does said, not want to be in a relationship with her.
3: Who says to their wife, um, well, you know, you come off the wrong way kind mm. of all the time and your tone of voice is sometimes really annoying it's like and she's like just call me a bitch and i'm like yeah, and, and let's, go back, oh. let's go
2: back to quality years alex and simon we <laughs> go to brooklyn we go to jill screaming about like what is brooklyn no one goes through, let, let's go back to those beautiful years but no we're stuck with these ding-dongs i'm upset kate Je- like, I'm always I, I, th- I think jessel
3: i think jessel has the most potential of being i agree of being agree. like a um she's stirring want. It. yeah and she's she has what we want in a housewife which is like this unawareness of how she comes off like i agree she's okay. like oh we should pay for this expensive montessori school because they had a charcuterie board at the open house she says stuff like that. that. And then like Love they that. go, they go to the Friendsgiving, and um poor poor Erin, you know, she's that I, mean,
2: I don't like Erin at all. Okay, I but just...
3: Polly, but Polly, that day it was her grandma had passed that same they were day. Terrible to, they've been so rude to her. Yeah, they've been so and rude I mean, yeah. she's coming to film the same day that it was her dear yes, grandma's memorial so and you, yes. and, you ha- and you have and you have jessel coming up to her being like um so how was
2: it was it good and she's that like, was disgusting she's like that no. woman she's oh she had a good time or something so basically asking like did the event go off without a hitch and
3: she's like "It, it was." Like, was... so but i'm saying but i'm saying that's why jessel is like the most I like housewife I potential because she's so unaware of how she comes off. She's
2: English, that's
3: why. Like she says shit like that, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like it at I least agree. gives you something to have an opinion on, or like talk about. Um, and uh, and then yeah, and then you have like Bryn. You know, she has her her sad background with her she's upbringing, so, and yeah, it's like, okay, she's, that's sad.
2: She's doing the like. Mm, So like i just i just
3: watching it felt like a chore i'll just yeah
2: she i think bryn has been through some horrendous childhood beyond anything that we can Mm. kind of cope with yeah and i just feel like what are you doing with housewives like we have to address this and this sounds callous but if we go back to the glory years of introducing uh Bethany introducing Jill Zarin I will go back there because that's what made it what it was so beautiful it is not this so figure out where you want to go Bravo but Andy is on our side Andy is saying this is not what I wanted
3: I'm just clinging to the excitement I felt with the trailer and I'm like please please pick up in midseason oh, if
2: anyone fight hello we are never going to get we are never ever going to get bethany sat they all go to the hamptons in a crispy fall weather right and you get bethany and carol and dorinda and lou and Ra- Ram- um Ra- um ramona at a table And Ramona saying across to Bethany, so I've heard that, you know, they've like someone came up and you've had this like sex tape revealed or these, you know, this porn or this skin flicks that you did. How is Bryn dealing with this? And then she ignores her, has a massive fight with her at the table moves from the table goes back to a house in the hamptons then the fight continues in new york city it continues in mexico you are just never gonna get this anymore
3: i just if you sign up for these shows it's like you're gonna have to roll around in the dirt like you have must. to get dirty you have to reveal shit you have to go you there. Have you to. have to be. You have to be bold. You know. You have to make an impact. And so far, what we're seeing is this group of like kind of friends
2: going on like a boring trip.
3: I and don't I'm like, like this. Okay. Um, I want
2: someone who's saying, oh, "Really, you're living here? Okay, whatever. Let's move on." Like, can you imagine Ramona going to someone's house south of the highway in the Hamptons?
3: no and then and then not having snacks and they're saying they're saying sort of sassy things in their confessionals but i'm like come on bring it to the
2: real show i will say the food was appalling what she laid out for her guests (laughs) was appalling the caviar last episode i'll never go over caviar on pringles that was disgusting but just the rest of the food she never had food out for them they woke up and there was no breakfast cooking like it was terrible <sighs> terrible terrible host yeah I don't like Erin I think she's disgusting because she there's this whole connection with her and Trump And I think she's a disgusting human being I don't like her she does not de- deserve to be in the Real Housewives mm. politically I think she's gross yep Look well up.
3: I, I mean Ramona's gross. politically gross too <laughs>
2: sorry excuse me mom (laughs) Kate what I don't like is when you can come back at me with something that is valid well Polly I just have to say
3: what our haters will say just so we can address it in the moment here's
2: the deal with Ramona Ramona genuinely cares about nobody in her entire life no one apart from Avery all right so if you showed her Trump today, she'd go and vote for Trump. But then, if you showed her Biden, that was gonna take her to the Regency and buy some cocktails, she'd be for Biden. So you know, it's it's. I'm okay with Ramona.
3: And- yeah, I I don't even know what to say. And she- on that note, and on yeah. that note- crappy, like amazing. It was a great episode.
2: They're so amazing. Both of them are just such icons. And when you look at them, you go, this is what it's all about.
3: They bring in a hot tub to the motel, which I know you love hot tubs.
2: They're disgusting. Boil soup. You are the only acceptable hot tub situation is you're 21 and wasted and living in Los Angeles and you have sex with some random musician in it. Not speaking from personal,
3: no, no, not personal experience. So you yeah. have them installing the hot tub. You have Sonia gets in her swimsuit. Lou does it. She's in a dress, and her uh, they have to blur out her crotch um, as they're filling the hot tub. And then Lou um, Louanne's brother Mike arrives to help. A-
2: you thought you meet her brother? Yeah.
3: So Luann's brother Mike arrives he she's gorgeous. she's like i invited him here because he's a contractor and he's a project manager he gets shit done and we're trying to renovate this motel and like do all this and Is gorgeous um yeah he's handsome and sonia yeah. sonia makes it very clear she goes i will not be hitting on mike because i am close friends with him and yes. his wife and his wife i love his wife uh-huh. i was like okay sonia thanks for saying that um they they drive over to this adoption event at the animal center and they are responsible for building this fence. They put up a fenced in area because, bef- because the dogs didn't have anywhere to go outside. They didn't.
2: I did see that. Yeah. That was amazing. And, they were like, we're doing this. We're doing yeah.
3: This. So, th- I mean, we love them because they love, they love dogs and they're they all do. about the dogs. And um, so we get this great line from Sonia. These dogs need to go outside. Some of these bitches are in heat. Same. And then she goes, um, every dog should be allowed to shit outside. And now because of me and Lou, they can. And I said, hero. And then they go to meet with this pianist named Courtney Cox, this um, guy. And um, they, it's just hilarious. They're like rehearsing. (laughs) They're rehearsing. Lou has written a song and she's very proud wow. of it. Wow. And it's very much like we came to Benton and they said, who are these women? And then now they love us. And it's, it's just like very basic Amazing. lyrics. Amazing. And, then you, and then you have Lou going to the cameras. Well, I'm a songwriter. Just stone yeah. cold, serious. I'm a songwriter. I've written six songs and yeah. I have my own Pandora station. And you know Sonia, she's she's more of like a freestyler. Like she just kind of flies by the seat of her pants, but I'm prepared and I care about the details and I'm a songwriter. So.
2: Yeah. What's your point in this, Kate? I mean, I feel like you're trying to make a point here. There's no point. Luanne is a songwriter. Well, Next. the
3: point the, well, No, I'm... my point is that like Lou is being very professional cuz she is Thanks a pro. So and
2: Thank Sonia
3: you. Sonia, you know, she's doing her Sonia thing and um they are also renovating the motel and Luann says my her and her brother it's very cute her and her brother are like your brother is that? okay renovating what, it yeah. she goes my room is going to be called the chic suite oh they lovey and sonia goes goes yeah you know you go to these fancy hotels and it says like you know george washington slept here it says um, Morgan. What was her ex's name?
2: Uh, John P. J- yeah, J. J-, J- she goes
3: George Washington or named, some president slept here. <laughs> J.P. Morgan slept here. She goes. Mine will say Sonia fucked
2: here. The <laughs> she's given up. I mean, she's just <laughs> given up. That's why I say go back and watch Roni from when she, the scene she was introduced by Luanne. Luanne is like, oh, I want you to meet my friend Sonia Morgan. And she goes to the townhouse and Sonia Morgan's like, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't go on manicure today. And to see how she, I just, those two together are Grey Gardens. They're the most beautiful combination of women that exist. I
3: love it. I love both of them. Yeah, it was, I watched that after New York and I was just like, oh, this is- This is what
2: they are. This is who they are.
3: Yeah. Well, well all right, let's wrap up, guys. Let's wrap um, up.
2: Okay, guys, I know this has been a long one, but thank you so, so much for listening. Um, as you know, housekeeping, I think we said this at the beginning, but please go back and listen to our Drunk Fueled episode on um, that released on Wednesday that we covered 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days, as well as our- um wheel of shame and we covered long lost family we also for next week we had we we pulled from the wheel of shame moonshiners which kate i'm very excited about you said there's someone that's just nicknamed popcorn
3: Yeah, they all have very odd names, and they're making moonshine in the Appalachian Mountains. So that'll be interesting to review. And then, of course, we have our subscriber Patreon episode. We are covering the documentary on Max. I called what what happened Brittany Murphy okay I honestly so honestly
2: cannot. like this is a bet guys is dead genuine like the fact that Kate came on here and I said don't tell me what you're gonna pick and she picked this and for me it is a imma- mate like I was obsessed with her for her lifetime movies like before yeah. she went into Clueless, she has a voice that was so unbelievable. She ended up in this house that was previously owned by Britney Spears, who left it because she said it was so haunted. Britney um, moved in. Britney Murphy moved in with this bizarre British husband. Who
3: is known as a, a huge con liar. Come man. Con man. I mean and then they
2: but then she died and then he, he died. died of the exact same cause by the LA coroner they the LA coroner said it was pneumonia acute pneumonia for both of these people in their 30s that were healthy it makes no sense and I have been to Brittany's grave and I may go back actually due to this episode and I'll take a photo because I am, uh, she was someone that Hollywood has now became obsessed with and kind of, but she was never, she never got what she was due. She said, I so, am just so, so talented. So, so amazing. We're
3: going to be talking about this documentary. Yeah. It'll come out next Friday. Yes. So um make sure that you go and subscribe to our podcast. You can uh go How in your feed. It, How can we do it? You can either go in your feed and click on one of the locked episodes, which will lead you um to putting in your info. Five bucks a month. Okay. Or you can also you can go to Patreon. We're also on Patreon. It's the same content. Okay. And that's patreon.com slash tender loving care pod. Five dollars, guys. Really great content please join us. Mm -hmm. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great rest of your week.
2: You've been wonderful. We love you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.